0: We got a division title on the line with the Jaguars and the Titans, the game that we knew was going to be important because we knew the Titans didn't give a damn last week. Yeah. They didn't try. Derek Henry's going to be back out there. By the way, I was very, very – I was going to bet his yardage – I think his rushing yards was, we went up to, like, 92 and a half. I'm concerned that the Jags take a big lead in this game and they don't. They have to throw the ball more. and you do, like That's a big number. I'm almost waiting to take the under right before the game. Because that's the time you want to take unders. Yeah. Like, if that goes up anymore, I might take the under. Yeah, and it's crazy because right now, so like you said, it's bumped up to 92.5, and it's actually minus
1: 120 to the under. So that'd be my only concern. I think Derrick Henry scores a touchdown in this game, which I think is priced like minus 135 right now. And I think I'm with you. I, I wouldn't go under, though, because look at it like this. In that first matchup a couple weeks ago against Jacksonville, he had 125 yards on 13 carries in the first half. The problem was they were down two scores, so they were chasing points. They were playing from behind. So, you know, he was scripted out of the game plan in that game. That's my only concern, man. And it's Derrick Henry, and anytime I have played an under, that's when he takes like a carry to the house, goes 75 yards. That's my only concern. And uh, I like the Jags a lot in this. I love oh, I'm the sorry, Jags. I like the Titans a lot in oh, this Oh, do game. you? Okay, so now, we're going to differ on this. Now, I love the Jags preseason. I bet them 7-1 to one to win the division. I got them over 6.5 wins, so I'll be rooting for them. But I just thought six and a half was a little bit too much. And so what I did was I took the Titans. I wanted the full touchdown and I don't think we're going to get there. So I laid the minus 120. Not the biggest fan of buying points, but I did it here. It's like, this is a big game for the Jags. And I find this crazy. This is their first primetime game, which isn't going to be on a Thursday night since 2011. Young team, right? Big moment. Love Doug Peterson. Love Trevor Lawrence. He's played lights out the last month of the Mm -hmm. season, but. Everybody keeps talking about like how Dobbs is this big downgrade from Ryan Tannehill, and he definitely is a downgrade from Tannehill, but he's definitely not a downgrade from uh, Malik, who is rated quarterback 42 out of 42, has a QBR of 12 this season. Yeah. You have Derrick Henry with 14 days of rest, and then he's going against a Jags team where the defense, like the first five weeks of the season, they were top 10 in DVOA. Since then, they've completely fallen off a cliff. They're the third worst tackling team in the league, so I think Derrick Henry could eat in this game. I think they could at least keep this game close. Dobbs could actually push the ball down the field more than Malik can. It looked like him and Robert Woods were on the same page on Thursday night. Um, they got to get Burks in this game. He's he's going to have to play, obviously. But uh, I like them to at least keep this game close. It's one of my favorite bets this weekend. Titans plus seven. And I also played the over at 39 and a half just because... I think the narrative is that the Titans aren't going to be able to score points. I think they will be able to score points. I actually think they come out of the gate and maybe throw the football a little bit, so that way they don't have to script Derrick Henry out in the second half if they could take an early lead, which probably easier said than done. We know the Jags are going to be able to score points. Tennessee's secondary is a sieve. So I kind of like the over with that low total, but I love... Uh, the fighting Vrabels do at least keep it close.
0: And plus, doesn't this seem like the perfect Mike Vrabel spot? I mean, it does. I just have no confidence from this team in what fair. I've seen. I mean, they've been, they've been awful down the stretch. They're both trending literally in the opposite direction, and that's what makes it so cool. I mean, Jaguars have won four straight. Titans have lost six straight. Yes, it makes sense where this would be the moment where Mike Vrabel... It, it, maybe if you had Ryan Tannehill. I, it's just, I just don't trust Joshua Dobbs out there at all. Do I trust him more than Malik Willis? Well, yeah, because he can actually throw the football. But it's not enough for me to be confident in that. I just, I watch that Titans team and go, if you don't have Derrick Henry running the ball like crazy, you're in You're in for a really tough night. And if you have Trevor Lawrence and the Jags get out to an early lead in this, you're, it's going to be harder and harder for you to run an offense that's constantly around a guy running the football when you got to catch up and you've got to actually get in the end zone with an arm.
1: And that is the scary thing, man. And especially like Christian Fulton's questionable. We haven't seen him since week 13. Tennessee's secondary's terrible. And Doug Peterson just knows how to pick apart a defense. Like, if he's going against Green Bay, it's going to be a big Travis ETN game. Or if he's going against a like a bottom-of-the-barrel run defense. But if you go back to that Week uh, 14 matchup, Trevor Lawrence, they had a double-digit lead in the game in the second half. They still dropped him back 42 times, which would double the amount of carries for ETN yeah. and Hasty in that game. Because he knows that the Titans are bottom 10 defending slot-wide receivers. So Zay Jones and Christian Kirk are probably going to eat this weekend. I don't know if they're going to make their money, get their incentives. You would figure Kirk's going to be. Um but I just, you're, you're right. It does seem like a bad matchup. I just think that Vrabel's going to have a few wrinkles. Like he's from the Belichick coaching tree, which I know doesn't work for everybody. Uh, see Matt Patricia, but he's definitely the best member of that uh, tree. I think there's some props that you should look at. Austin Hooper receptions, man. Look what Dalton, Dalton Schultz just did. Seven catches, two touchdowns on Thursday night. Titans are third worse against tight ends, both receiving yards and receptions. I think Hooper should eat. I just think this is going to be a closer game than some people expect. But I don't hate your Jags play because I'm rooting for them here. Yeah, I had the Jags win. T-
0: I took the Jags over six and a half before the season. So that certainly feels like a nice win. But yeah, it's, it's just one of those games where I look at it and say, I, I understand how you can look at it and go, well, because these are going two opposite directions, this has that feeling of that moment. But you know who's been doing that a lot recently? is PJ. And PJ's gotten killed on Thursday night and Monday night football multiple times because he's done that with the Colts. And with, I don't even remember who else it was. And then doubling down. And they just, they lost so miserably. So this, to me, just screams of, go with the hotter team. Be more comfortable with the Jags. So I'm going with the Jags there. Uh, The Chiefs, of course, looking for first place in the AFC. Are eight and a half point favorites on the road at Vegas. The total there is at 52 and a half. We know that Kansas City's not good against the spread. Consistently, they cannot cover. So I actually like the raiders to cover in this game but i like kansas city to win outright i also like the over because jared stidham put up at least he looked comfortable last week under center and if that's something that they can that they can emulate again this time around there's a chance this is a higher scoring game and the raiders can keep it close while you still have a chiefs win because they just love to keep things close. Yeah.
1: I got a couple plays in this game and I might add a couple more. So I bet the Raiders when they were at 10, uh, I liked them still at nine and a half. Now we're down a full point to eight and a half. I don't like it as much. I also bet the over in this game at 50 and a half. I don't know. I like it as much at 52 and a half, but I think we're going to get some points. Chiefs obviously have something to play for here. The number one seed and Mahomes has something to play for. I don't know that everybody's going out there looking to break records this weekend. Like is Herbert even going to play for the chargers if he doesn't need to probably not. But 430 yards against this Raiders secondary, I think, is very doable. So I think we're going to get some points in this game. Like the over, I like the Raiders to keep it close. I was only half joking about Jared Siddham maybe being the quarterback of the future for the Raiders. Last week, 11 intended air yards per pass attempt. Second highest mark of the week. 24% of those attempts went for over 20 yards. They were rolling him out. He was good with play action. It also helped that he had all of his weapons healthy. Like, say what you want about Derek Carr. Darren Waller was barely playing this year. Hunter Renfro got hurt. But all those guys are healthy, so I think the Raiders are going to keep this game close. I I know like this week it's all about who has something to play for, and the Raiders are out of playoff contention. But Stidham wants to be an NFL quarterback. Devontae Adams wants say in his next quarterback, right? So I think Stidham's going to try to earn the respect of his teammates, who were singing his praise after that game last week. We know the Raiders could score points, and we know the Chiefs don't cover big numbers. And also, this is the final game in Las Vegas I think Josh McDaniels is, even if he's not, he's kind of coaching for his job, right? He wants a good showing. And like the Chiefs' secondary right now is a damn mess. So I like the over. I like the Raiders to keep it close. But if for some reason we get down to seven and a half, I'm with you. I'm going to use the Chiefs as a teaser leg. I'm going to tease the Browns from three to 10. I think they're going to look to at least play spoiler. I don't know if they win that game. Or maybe I tease the Patriots up to 13 and a half or 14. But I'll definitely, if we get to seven and a half, tease the Chiefs down. I uh, use my 6 point teaser because I think they win this game just not by double digits.
0: Kansas City 4 and 10 against the spread is a road favorite yeah. of at least a touchdown under Andy Reid. So, yeah. it's been a long time thing. It's not just this season. Uh this one I think I know we're going the other way on this. The Bills are a touchdown favorite against the New England Patriots. The total sits at 43 and a half. They've gotten great news with obviously the 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 evolution of the emotion they've gone through from Monday to where they are now with the good news versus the bad news at the beginning and the site that they saw and we're going, how are they going to be mentally ready to play? They're going to be so motivated yeah. because of the, actually being able to talk to Hamlin on FaceTime. He's improving drastically now. It's all been good news. And you pray that that continues. They are going to go and beat the hell out of the Patriots. One, it's a chance for the the bills to eliminate the Patriots from the playoffs, which they'd love to do anyway, because that's always been the team that they've had to go through as they've been climbing and growing as an organization, and it's the Patriots. Two, their minds are now going to be free because now they know their teammate is getting better. It's all going in the right direction. They don't have to think about what happened in the past. They can move forward. I think this team is winning the Super Bowl. And I think this team is absolutely winning this game. I might even tease them up to two touchdowns. I think they could cover two touchdowns against the Patriots in this.
1: I think they're also going to win the Super Bowl. I'm with you on that one. It was awesome to see that they got that good news. They were able to FaceTime today. Uh, but I just... I. What happened here, and if you listen to 670, the score, Odyssey Station, of course, tomorrow morning around like 9 a.m., you'll hear me with uh, our guy Joe O doing early odds, and I actually agreed with everything that you just said because he's on the same side there. And then all of a sudden, a a 7.5 popped up, and I was like, you know what? This is pretty much a playoff game. It's win and get in, kind of, for the Patriots. They need to win this game to get into the playoffs. I know Matt Patricia's a mess. I know Mac Jones isn't having the season he did as a rookie, but it's Bill Belichick with a full week to prepare and the season on the line. He wants to finish with a winning record and get into the playoffs. Um, so I think we're going to get the best effort from the Patriots. Best effort still not going to be good enough. I, I, it pro- ain't happening. They, maybe not. But I just think, man, it's <laughs> been a ru- I, I hate like adding this into my my handicapping, but like I, I just I, at the time I was wondering. Like, did the Bills really have football on the mind? Sure. And then you saw, like, the social media pictures and Josh Allen smiling. They asked him, are you guys ready to play a football game? I think we are. I just thought that seven and a half was way too many points in a playoff game for the Patriots. So I grabbed the fighting Belichicks. You're right, though. You could text me at, you know, three minutes to go in the third quarter when it's 52 to seven. <laughs> like, like it was in the playoffs last year. Right. right. And good point about the Bills kind of wanting to rub it in with the Pats, too, because they've been, I mean, they've dominated that division for, well, since I've been a kid.
0: So, it, I, it, it only makes sense to kind of rub it in, kick seeing, crap out Seeing of the body language of the players, especially just even today talking, there is a huge weight that's been taken off their shoulders. It doesn't mean what they went through isn't in the back of their minds. They they all are going to have to, like, that's going to be something they're going to have to work through on their own yeah. in time. Yeah. But this team is going to be ready, and this team is going to want to go out there and take it out right. on the Patriots and know right. that they've got, now they've got a teammate who literally woke up and asked if they won the game. I mean... How do you not love hearing something like that? It's been all good news there. There's so much weight that's going to be off of their shoulders. I think they just they beat the Patriots down and send them home, which is also why, spoiler alert, as I've said, that's oh. one of the legs for why I think the Steelers are going to get in the playoffs. That's just the beginning of that, though.